Hello, guys, and welcome. It's Behind the Bunker. It's Monday night. It's 8.05. Do you know where your children are? So thank you guys for joining in. This is our weekly paintball show. My name is Todd Ansich. With me, as always, I have Gavin Sharma from Terratech Industries. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I am back again, and uh, so are you. So make sure you hit that like and share and tag a friend or two so they know what's going on this evening. I'm pretty excited about it. We have a good show. I promise you that, and I'll throw it over to my other friend who's in studio. Hi, I'm Gavin's other friend. I'm Joe Kimston here from uh, Flag Raiders Virtual Paintball Field, hoping to be operational so we can bring the Task Force Raiders home again to play some paintball locally. Um, I have trying to get on to Facebook right now so that you will see me in the chat very shortly. I'm wearing my Planet Eclipse vintage shirt. This is on. Um, you can't see the tag, but it has a, has a neat screen printed tag sewn on the side of this shirt, and it is uh, from the 05 collection, so it's a... In November, because it'll be World Cup, this might even be an IAO purchase. So come July, um, this will be a 17-year-old T-shirt that is brand new uh, that I pulled out of one of my vaults. So there you go. Um, literally and figuratively. So anyway, uh, we're going to talk about paintball tonight. We've got a great topic uh, supplied to us by uh, Sean Leonard, a player at flag graders he actually played in person when we had a field uh but now he's just sort of keeping in touch um i'm gonna turn it over to todd because um because i am just an acquaintance to gavin says ryan mcgee joe's his true. other friend <laughs> what is do you, do you have a do you who's you who would you consider to be your first friend uh, my oh. first friend would be Matt the Crypt. Uh, he's the one who annoys me the least in the studio. So oh, that's nice. Yeah, he gets to come to my birthday party. <laughs> Gavin. <laughs> yeah. So here you go, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Tonight's topic is uh, going to be what ways could MAGFED only rules be changed to allow regular paintball guns and still keep things fair? I know people are screaming at their keyboards right now. There's, there's um, some angry typers. There's some angry typers. And believe me, we've got 25 sheets just from Facebook alone to go through tonight. But but let's look at it from two different angles. And, you know, maybe by the end of it, you'll go, well, okay, <laughs> okay. But, yes, there's two sides of this story. And, and That's we'll one get to thing both our, our, our viewers are known for. They're open minds and non-opinionated. <laughs> they reserve judgment. The, the non-Will Smith <laughs> opinions. Yes. Don't Too soon. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Gavin got a smack by Joe tonight, so he's... Uh, just to warm me up. Just warm him up. So thank you guys for tuning in. We also have uh, a vault segment from Joe. We also have your mail time questions to get to. So lots to get to. Uh, but first, uh, we should talk about uh, our sponsor. All right. Uh, before I get into this, folks, I just need to get everybody give a round of applause. Just start clapping your hands uh, excitedly because there's an important announcement. Um, so Gavin Charm is very excited to announce Manscaped has launched their Ultra Premium Collection. Once again, that Ultra Premium Collection. Uh, believe it or not, it's not... It's not just for your private parts. I'm also talking about a leveled up hygiene routine with your favorite manly scent. This all-in-one skin and hair care kit for everyday man covers you from head to toe, literally. So Manscaped is trusted below the waist and now you can trust them with the rest. Join 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped uh, by going to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with the, free, uh, with the promo code BTB20. <laughs> there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Manscaped has been a big supporter of the show, and because of them, we were able to uh, 
will still be on the air, quite honestly. And uh, Josh is not with us tonight. So in recognition of Josh not being here, I'm going to... Oh, thank you. I need my... Uh... Manscaped lip chap quota for the put evening. On my chapstick. I've never seen a, a, a grown man put on chapstick <laughs> as seductively as he does. Um, and it's hard to do with that beard, but he does it. So. And quite well. Too well, <laughs> by the way. Too well. So thank you. Thank you to Manscaped, guys. Check check them out. Uh, question or topic. Uh, we were talking last week uh, about the silly Nextel phones and mustard. Uh, nice to have him back commenting again. He says, Joe, I miss my Nextel two-way radio uh, phone, but uh, I will say that my friends probably offended some people on their initial statements when trying to get a hold of me in public. Yeah, he probably had his privacy not turned on, and uh, that was back when you could just announce something and it would come over the other person's phone. That's right. Yeah. Gavin, where are you at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Exalt, ladies and gentlemen, Alpha Series Elbow Pads now available back in stock. Check your local dealers. This is something new. This is the Branch Camo Snow Headband. Uh, pretty cool. Um, the Emac Etha 2, they're back in stock too. Now the uh, back cap and thumb screw, if you were looking for those. These, I have to say, I honestly really like. The Warhawk Tech Mats, I like that print. I like, I like everything about that. Kind of matches these, Joe. These are the... Uh, we were talking about these briefly last week. This is the... These, these are the... Um, it's a collaboration between Valken and Planet Eclipse. So it's got the um, Valken HDE camo, some Valken badging. Um, it's laser Planet cut. Planet Eclipse badging. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, Planet Eclipse PE badging. It's laser cut, and it comes in a plate carrier, a battle belt. There's a side panel. There's a three mag pouch. There's an awesome double marker bag as well, so you can carry two if you had two, even if you had one. But I can fit my grip in there nicely, so that'll be fine um, in, in the case. And they also have a single mag pouch, and uh, dump pouches are available. So that's kind, of, um, that's kind of a cool item. So if you don't want a full plate carrier like Ikea, you can get a battle belt, and it'll hold up your slacks and your trousers. So that's a, a, a nice a nice rig. And it's all Molly as well. And you don't have to compromise. And you don't. And there's also they also have another collaboration with um, Exalt. They made a speed feed uh, for the Pro Toys loader system. So that's huh. pretty neat. And it's av available in a wide array of colors. There's also, if you notice the bottom, the one on the bottom left is the Union Jack. So the British color. Just scroll that down a little more, Todd. See That's as far as I go. Red, white, and blue. So there you go. Um, so that anyway, those are some new products from Planet. What are you, what are you looking uh, at? I'm just looking. Okay. Okay. All right. That's <laughs> I don't fine. have it, so I apologize. I, That's yeah. fine. Um, anyway, guys those are, and girls, those are some new products from our friends at Planet Eclipse. And who are these smiling faces? These are us. Oh, those are the uh, Task Force Raiders. They were out yesterday at a game um so they were out playing the game and they shot us a picture no pun intended and away we go nice um this picture was sent in to us by lisa weber we've been crocking wrong okay oh 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 is right <laughs> oh there you go so if you guys are knitters or crocheters at home that's another use for the croc, like you needed another use. I don't know. That's... I hate to say it, but I, I, I follow someone on YouTube, and he, <laughs> uh, he's, a, he's a gun don't, guy. Don't break down. No, he's a gun guy, and he was trying to instill the virtues of why he wears crocs periodically. And 
I have the same kind of thing. I have a pair of shoes that I just slip on, slip off for like getting the mail, taking the garbage, all that sort of stuff. And the more they talk about these Crocs, I'm waning. I'm not buying a pair, but I, 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 I imagined myself having one and that's already too far. Um, but what about your pet? Does, do they need Crocs? Dog Crocs now available. There's the affiliate link if you want to get them some. Uh, and this was sent in by Ryan McGee. And Zane Smith also sent uh, sent me this as well. This is uh, the Tacticrocs. There you go. Those are cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so thank you guys for tuning in and joining us. We have lots to get to on the show tonight. We have uh, mail time. We have... Uh, uh, Where do you, you call get the it? We, we have We have the vault. We have a bunch of things. But I'm going to quickly open a package here. This was sent in to us uh, from a company called... Here, I'll put it up here for you right now. This is uh, Headshot Paintball. If you're looking for them, I believe it's Headshot PD. Uh, all right, so here we go. It's like Christmas morning here. But you're still sober. <sighs> yeah, that's true. And there's no tears yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they did a good job wrapping it. So for the, I apologize for you listening at home on the podcast. Um, here, Gavin, I'll shoot one over to you just to open while I get the rest of these out. Oh, that's a little bit of tasty deliciousness, my friend. Joe, you want to check that one out? Oh, what is it? Headshot paintball. There we go. What are they? Behind the bunker. Welcome to Headshot family where paintball isn't just a game, it's a lifestyle. You like those tiger stripe? Tiger stripe headbands and uh, the. there's a message inside on the... If you ain't sweating, if you ain't sweating, you ain't playing. I got a behind the bunker um, fancy microfiber. Aren't those cool? Those are pretty nice. And then here, this was also in the package. This is a uh, oh. tiger stripe T-shirt. Whoa, that's pretty sweet. With the behind the bunker logo on it. Oh, there's and a couple here. Oh, I got a tiger stripe one. Look at that. There we go. <laughs> oh boy. So these are just samples of what you can find on their website, ladies and gentlemen. Here is. Uh, behind the bunker headbands, you can see that's the tiger stripe, and then, or sorry, that was the other one. This is uh, the non-tiger stripe. I like this one a lot. And then uh, tiger stripe. There's a side profile there, and you can go onto Headshot PB and get yourself uh, the green headband, as they're calling it, or the zebra, uh, which is basically the tiger stripe here, and they are being sold for fifteen ninety nine. So what, you, oh, what, one more time? <laughs> That's not going to break the bank. <laughs> so if you guys would like your own Tiger Stripe headbands with Behind the Bunker on it, $15.99 will get you a fresh, crispy one. And uh, all of these uh, wares, if you guys would like some stuff, head on over there and uh, check that out. So thank you. Thank you for sending that in. We'll, we'll, we'll maybe post a link up and pin it for you guys as well. Uh, that's in lieu of the Tiger Stripe hoodies for now. <laughs> yes. We're still waiting baby, on a couple steps, of sea cans that are steps. off the shores of California, apparently. So when that happens, we will we will get those. Um, yeah, so thank you. And uh, Josh Zubizabrikas, who shouldn't be paying attention to this broadcast right now, says, oh, my God, those are amazeballs. <laughs> amazeballs. <laughs> amazeballs. Where, where is Josh Zubizabrikas? Well, he has a good reason not to be here tonight but he should be doing that reason shouldn't well i shouldn't say it like that because now that sounds rude if you know why he's not here but yeah so thank you uh thank you to those guys for sending those in and check out headshotpb.com um what else we got 
We have the vault from Joe that we're going to get to. Why don't we get right into that, Joe? Okay, sounds good. And then when we come back, we'll uh, maybe get into the topic and some of your mail time questions. Hey, it's uh, Joe from Flagler's Paintball here with another segment from The Vault where we go back in history, back into the early days of paintball, and I show you something vintage, something definitely old, and something that's likely kind of cool. Today is no different. Today I'm going to show you my Eagle drop-down leg holder. So this would uh, drop down from your belt or around your waist on your Eagle vest or on your BDU belt or just on your pant belt. But this was originally intended to hold 30-round mags. Uh, for your AR-15 or something like that. I would use it to hold um, either my three and a half ounce bottles or my 80 round USI pods. And then I have a neat accessory pouch on here that inside I would usually carry oh, a smoke grenade or something. This is kind of cool. This is a, a superior smoke signal. This was from, this company's from New Jersey. We can zoom in on the date of expiry or used before or date manufactured. It is um, May 1998. So this is definitely a vintage piece of uh, paintball paraphernalia. So this is kind of cool. Uh, this, this came along, this style of uh, pouch came along after the 12 gram, 10 round tube holders. This is sort of a little more tactical. We used to use a lot of the stuff from Eagle Industries that was US made. This predates, you know, anything Condor, um, even Blackhawk. Um, Eagle's making stuff for a lot of elite units and a lot of police forces. So it's kind of cool, well made, and it's guaranteed for life. Anyway, guys and girls, thanks for watching The Vault. We'll see you next time. Pew, pew. So that that was pretty that was pretty cool. Um, that that Eagle stuff we were using that Eagle products probably in the very early '90s when um, the U.S. military is still basically using Alice clips, and then they switched to the Ranger rack system, and the Mo the Molly system and plate carriers had not been invented yet, and people were still using like these Eagle vests that we we had, and the, they would they were designed to you know carry six. Um, 30 round M16 mags and then he had some drop down stuff but it was all a little Alice clips sort of Vietnam still using Vietnam era um, attachments and what was neat kind of about not really neat but at the time if anyone remembers the Waco incident in Texas when the ATF and the FBI went in and raided the Waco compound you saw the guys when they got shot they were getting dragged out by their feet so any Eagle vests that I have, which I have a few, that were pre-Waco did not have a grab handle on the back of the vest to drag out a guy. Now all vests, all plate carriers have a drag handle on the back so you can extract somebody. Yeah. So you didn't have to drag them by their boot or their arm. Like that's, you know, that's, that, was, that, that raid was a pivotal change in, in tactical gear. Not, not that it was great or anything, but it, it certainly, you know, but, but it also helped us too because when we play big games with gavin and he gets all hot-headed and starts to go run after the other people on the other team we grab him by his oh yeah we can put a leash on him too well, so he had a 20 foot you, you guys had the punishment hook right and so when i got out of hand you just hung me up until yeah. I, cal I and calmed that down. teddy bear backpack on a leash with him worked really well <laughs> sure but then then back to that smoke that smoke you know was 1998 and it predated 
obviously an early an early gay and everything like that but that that was originally not even used for paintball it was used for like hvac companies and boiler companies when they when to make sure everything was sealed they would throw one of those in and if there were any leaks no. um then they knew to patch it and that's when you when you threw that stuff it was like thick and it was yeah. oily i'm it, not sure well, how safe it was for, for probably you. remember not. that video that led sent in from planet eclipse he had an air mattress and he was gonna go to uh um he was he he was gonna go camping or something to a, a big game and he used an enola gay smoke grenade uh, to do the same thing to see if there was a leak in it, but he basically fogged out his entire backyard. It was me. Right. Yeah, I figured I found it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's funny. You look at smoke grenades, and back when when sports smoke was was the only option, you know, we were we were happy with it. And then all of a sudden, you get hit with the Enola Gay stuff that goes longer, has different colors. Like, do you know what I mean? It's so much. We have, like I like the things go longer. Whatever. Thick and yep. oily. Bond chick says. I don't know if that has anything to do with what we just talked about, but there you go. I hope so. I hope so too. All right. Well, why don't we move on to Gavin's segment? And uh, once we're done with mail time, we'll get right into tonight's topic. Mail time. Mail time. It's mail time, ladies and gentlemen, the time where I get to rip open my sack and read some of the correspondence you have sent in. Uh, clearly, it's a very cold day here in Canada because the sack is quite small. Uh, so we'll start with number one. Uh, gum, uh, comes from James Dearhart, uh, Denhart, sorry, uh, and he is referencing big games. So what is the best way to make teams fair for big games? That's a tough one. You, like like I like I've said in many conversations, we would when we would assign big game teams, you know, side, pick sides. We used to take, you know, which team is this and this team here, and they can play against each other. Then you'd have another team, and you'd stack your teams like this, thinking they would play together. Then you'd take, knowing that your players, what your players are like, you'd put, you know, you know, a guy plays back, you'd put him over here, and this, this these guys over here, and you put them over here, and she plays with those guys. Not like that, but anyway. Um, so you'd, you'd have you'd have what you thought was the perfect, perfect siding. Then the horn blows, and half the half the team are still in the staging area. Then they eat lunch, and then they never come back again, and they're just talking. So what you what you did is just all for naught. You spent hours and hours debating and trying yeah. to put sides, in it, and it, it's it's really tough. And you, no. I think the, I think sometimes the the lunchtime stand down where everyone comes off the field breaks for lunch then switches ends allows both teams an opportunity to regroup plan formulate you know and and look at look at things i i think that that helps a lot but it, it's it's really tough and i think it's really quite quite frankly it's the luck of the draw and who's playing well that particular day and who wants to play it's a it's a tough thing. Yeah, I I will admit that there's been several games that we've hosted where I looked at the rosters both sides and I saw okay like this scenario team and this scenario team were playing on this side and these guys were over here and I saw one team that had a little more renters than than the other and I thought ah oh, there's no way this is going to be a beatdown but you got to let people play with who they want to play you can't control the game you know that way and uh, I was wrong. You know, sometimes those renter kids, they're out there during lunch, they paid good money and they're out there and they're the ones that are running the missions where some of the scenario guys are, 
you know, they're doing the missions, but some just also want to play paintball. And, um, you know, sometimes it's better to have the underdog on your team because they're they're the ones that are working for it. So I've been wrong many times, and I don't think anyone can sit there and predict and say, yep, this team is going to definitely landslide it. I, 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 But it's what do you do during the course of the big game? Do you alter it? Do you help it along? Do you at least try, like if one team's getting railroaded, do you try something just to at least give them an advantage, maybe push back, you know, the spawn points or anything like that? That's another controversial uh, topic. That is, because people don't, you know, but on the same token, I, you know, I know people don't want you to muck with the game, but on the same token, if I'm on the crappy side and I walk out and get shot and, and that happens repeatedly, I, I'm done. I more yeah. Morally, I'm done. I just, I, I yeah. My, so, I don't know. My next paintball field will have four entry points, two per team. That's neat. And then if one, if one, if one gets, you know, blocked or you can't get out, then you have another option. Yeah, and maybe you draw. Maybe or you they choose which one they get. Yeah, dropped or maybe yeah. You, maybe you draw straws to see which team gets picks two in the next and after lunch or whatever, the spawn points or the re-entry points get swapped. Yeah, yeah. And Dan and Hardy says, send out the juggernaut with the warp feed coming no. from the backpack. You know that is one way to clean up house for sure, for sure. Um, but I also we'll get we'll talk about that another time. But I also like when you're doing big games having mobile you know mash units and mobile hospitals so that you can help control where the crowds of people are so if you know one team's getting railroaded you just force their hospital back to give them a bit of a disadvantage but you're not taking the game away from them um and i know i know some i know some people aren't a fan but often an airstrike will work um they're not not really a fan especially for teams that have you know taken taken that ground you know, it's very Vietnam. Okay, guys, take that hill, take that hill, and they go up and they fight the hill. And they, okay, time to go home now, and right. then un- leave the hill, right? And that's, you know, it's discouraging. But, you know, it, if, if it makes, if it changes the outcome of everyone's day, I, I you know, I, I don't know, you win, win, lose, but you know, yeah. it's how you play the game. Yeah, yeah, and it's too bad you couldn't just as people re- registered for the day. Just kind of draw a line and go, okay, you're team A, you're team B, but everybody wants to play. And the whole reason why you go to a big game for me nowadays is not necessarily the game itself, although that is a great part of it, but it's to play with the people I want to see and hang with people I want to see. So, you know, forget winning or losing. Sometimes I don't even go on the field because I'm chatting with people I want to chat with. And maybe that's why, you know. Your team always loses. (laughs) Well, the other team is getting ahead of us, right? Like, that's a wrong strategy. You should be chatting with the other team and keeping them off the field. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, Ryan McGee said, here's an idea. Nobody is allowed to pick teams. Everyone registers. And before the event, the generals have the draft of the organized scenario teams. But it's like I said, that would take that would take months and all kinds yeah. of coordination. And like I said, a lot of the scenario teams, like the Todd just said, those guys are not necessarily ready to take the field or they have a long leisurely lunch and then yeah. that's 30 guys or 25 girls or whatever that are not people that are not on the field when when they yeah. need to be like it's plus the half the draw for the field owners to have the generals so that they draw their own cr- right. their crews in so what's why why promote you know and if i'm gonna you know take the opportunity to bring in my favorite crews that i know that are going to do a good job then what's the point but um yeah, challenge, uh, not challenge park. Well, challenge park, yes, but Living Legends, the last one we went there, I remember how hard the generals were recruiting. 
and they were getting people from all over North America to come in. And it was to the point where it's like, okay, you know, there's some weird deals happening. You know, we'll do this for your team if you come and play for us. Um, I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, I, I get the pressure. I do, you know. All right. Long answer. I don't know how you make it even. <laughs> I guess you got to roll the dice. You know? Yeah, yeah. I do like the draft idea. I really do. In a perfect world, that would be done beforehand. But yeah. yeah. All right. So coming from the Instagram worlds, I believe it's Kai Dog, and he wants to know the three best things to upgrade your field. Um, and the field that he's at doesn't have uh, power, so it can't be anything that involves electricity. So how would you upgrade your field? So let's put it out to you guys that are watching on Facebook and YouTube. That'd be a good topic for next week. I think we should do that. But I'd like to know right you now. You write it down. It's in my head. I mentally wrote it down just like this one did. You're amazing. <laughs> you know what, then? Screw you on Facebook and, in, and, and uh, Facebook. Don't put your comments. We'll read them next week. All right. And we'll do it for next week because I like that. I, I like uh, maybe the topic of discussion will be what should your ideal field have? What would you like to see at your ideal paintball field? Would that be how I'd answer it correctly or ask it correctly? I'll, what? Let, you, I'll let you take the easy. What up? What upgrade? <laughs> what upgrade would? What upgrade would you like to see at your field? Reasonable upgrade, not like a dome and air conditioned Underdome. staging yeah. area. And sadly, some of the fields I've been to, I would just simply say mesh. <laughs> I would like to see yeah. proper mesh at their fields. You know, and someone yeah. could say, uh, just simply to flaggers, a field. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna cry. That's true. <laughs> oh, I'm rocking back and forth. Do you have more? Um, you know what? Uh, I I think so. So um. It's more of a comment, but let's get your thoughts on it. So Randall Barlow wants to know, is it time to reevaluate the need for trigger guards? Uh, so when that rule came out in 1990s, it claimed it was about safety, but I can't help that it was more about slowing guns down by removing a lot of uh, automags from the tournament. I remember when the first double trigger and elongated trigger guard came out and people were like, yeah, I could wear gloves and, and put two fingers in there now. And that was like a game changer. I, I guess you're right. Like, do we really need a trigger guard for any reason? If your front foregrip is, I guess I'm talking about a speedball gun, you know, because that foregrip is pretty much stopping what a trigger guard would do. There are some people that don't play speedball. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I'm thinking about scenario type well, guns, scenario but like guns, they all have foregrips too. On, on, an M, on an M4 carbine, on an M4, for example, you can take the trigger guard off so that when you're wearing big mittens, for the winter, you can pull the trigger. That's what they're designed for, to remove those so you can have Arctic warfare when people cross the Bering Strait and come at you with your AK-47. I think a paintball gun needs to have it just visually. I think I it think makes so. sense to have it. Like, I'm looking behind Gavin, and there's an axe hanging on the wall, and there's nary a trigger guard on there. It's just a, a, just along the bottom. Mm -hmm. Um and it looks fine, but I think I think you need that trigger guard. I think it. I still think it's especially with with speedball guns having that feather-like trigger and people still bouncing, you know, when they're changing hands when they're walking on the field, shooting themselves in the foot. I, I think a trigger guard may help a little bit. A um, lot of good answers coming in already for for next week's topic, like forty-five air fill stations and a real tank. Well, yeah. Um, so save them. We'll 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 do that for. Uh, for next for next week um why don't we get into the topic but before we do that i'm going to talk to you guys about planned eclipse do you know that every game 
bunker, or gunfight has its story, now is the time to pull a trigger on a Planet Eclipse product. Whether you are storming the beach or landing the snake, make sure your story has a happy ending. Planet Eclipse, creators of happy endings. Plumes, puffs, and clouds. EG Smokes give you the cover, color, and contrast you need. If you're taking pictures in the picture and want to be out of the picture, pull a pin on an EG product. Hashtag pop smoke and live. Arabs, inflatables designed to hold air all day. Designed and manufactured in America by Brent Davis and his crew. Nothing can beat Arabs. Their thick welded seams, stainless steel hardware, multiple color and prints options are available. So don't let your game be deflated. Get Arabs at Arabs.com. Ah, Ruthless. Rome was not built in a day, but you sure can look good while doing it. Ruthless now offers fully sublimated team packages. Everything you need to look good on the road to victory. Use the promo code BTB15 to save 15% on your next order. Exalt is often imitated or copied, but never duplicated. The Exalt brand is constantly evolving to keep you out front and in the game. It is tournament-ready, battle-proven, and available worldwide. Sorry, my finger's off the button here. There we go. DLX Technologies. I, I should have. It would have guided my finger in there perfectly. Inspired by the best, DLX has created the new benchmark in high-performance markers with the TM40. The evolution continues light, sleek, and fast. The TM40, only available from DLX. Well, that's quite the photo. Ride 519er from Boondocks to Boulevards. Whether you are sidewalk surfing or blazing a trail, one wheel leaves the riding to you. Charge and go day or night. Use the promo code BTB10 for 10% off your next order on ride509.com. The right tools for the job. Engineered personal grooming tools that provide skin-safe technology, powerful performance, wireless charging, and all-conditioned waterproof performance. Use the promo code BTB20 to save 20% on your Manscaped purchase. Nice. Thank you to all of our sponsors. Um, yeah, and thank you guys for watching. If you guys are watching right now on Facebook, uh, please hit that like and share. Let, uh, let any of your paintball friends know that uh, there's a live paintball show on Monday night. And if you guys are watching on YouTube, thank you so much. Hit that sub button or smash the like button and smash, smash the notification bell and all that sort of jazz. Um, so the topic tonight is um, what is... Um, Sorry, let me get the proper wording here. What ways could MAGFED only rules be changed to allow regular paintball guns and still keep things fair? That doesn't necessarily mean you have to for a complete MFOG game. I get it. I'm just talking. Oh, this question basically was from, um, who who was it, Joe? Oh, Sean Leonard. Sean Leonard uh, asked this question. We thought it was uh, a great one to to ask. Um, So you got an MFOG game maybe? And the attendance is low, or maybe you want to, you know, you guys have some friends at the field playing MagFed only, and there's a couple guys that want to join in, and they don't have MagFed guns because they can't afford them, or whatever the case may be. Let's talk about some ideas of how we can include them um, if we needed to. I'm not saying we have to. I'm not saying we have to, you know, not have MagFed only games, but let's let's see what you guys say. Um, Andy wrote in. He said, uh, "What about?" Uh, MagFed adapters that go from TPX dam and SAMs, etc., uh, to a feed neck insert, uh, so more people can play. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Scott says they can't straight up buy a MagFed kit or play normal games. Period. I get it, but again, I played at my local field on a Tuesday night. Oh. Most guys have. 
Most guys had a mag-fed gun, and there was a couple guys sprinkled in that just didn't have it. The sprinkles. And so we're talking about how do we deal with the sprinkles. You know, um, some of them decided to play pump. Some of them just took out what was in their hopper uh, so they had the same amount of paint. Um, you can deal with the sprinkles and French. Like, la, la, la. <laughs> uh, Steve uh, Ozy says... Uh, it took, it took too long to have enough players to not have to allow tube-fed speedball markers and tack caps to get the numbers at events. Why go backwards? And again, I say that because there are fields, um, and we'll get to those in a minute, that just don't have enough mag-fed players. They still want to play, but they want some more people to play with. Uh, Ryan McGee says, I figured this question come up by Todd, who hates MagFed and wants I to see don't it hate MagFed. <laughs> uh, so he says the simple answer is don't. And he lists a number of different genres within the sport. Um, and if you're so inclined or you don't have the equipment, that's where you can play. Um, Ian Kennelly, everyone starts the match with 50 rounds max, hopper or clip, no extra. That's that's kind of his opinion. Um have Javier Gonzalez, MagFed only games. What else do you need to know? Or change it if it has a magazine and to go. It would not be called limited ammo games. Then still gar. Define magazine. Mag has more exceptions than standards. Stick feed. Um, Caleb says that he uh, he's he's collaborating with Ralph Schmidt or Ralph Schreck Kleinschmidt. Uh, they're putting on a game in September called uh, uh, Unobtainium. Wars. Uh, he says, uh, we put out a poll in January asking our players if they wanted strict mag-fed or mag-fed with, mag-fed with options. Our players overwhelmingly voted for mag-fed with options. Um, again, just that more people can, more people can play. So, uh, again, we're just looking for ways that maybe we can help accommodate those, those games happen. Not the fact that, you know, mag-fed games need to have people. Just if the opportunity arose and you needed to, how do we deal with that? So it's another true. contribution from Dario Nevia is uh, pretty consistent with a number of uh, answers on my on my sheet. So I do apologize if I don't answer or don't shout your name out, but uh, you get the gist of it uh, based on Dario's. Uh, she says, if, pardon me, if you change the rules of MagFed only, it just becomes a limited ammo game. Uh, so if, the, if you can change the rules further, it becomes open class, nothing wrong with those games, but it's not MagFed only. So I think, you know, we really got to sort of tease it out. If it's MagFed only... A lot of people were saying you don't touch it at all, you don't do anything at all, but you yeah. know, for those who wish to um, have pumps, I, uh, different markers in it, etc., then you move yeah. it just to a limited ammo game. What about ten round tubes? Let's say I didn't have a speed, I had not a speedball marker, but I had a, a, a mechanical marker, and I was going to play. What if I was issued only ten round tubes, even though I had a hopper? Technically, that would be about the same thing. And as long as I didn't go out with a case of paint and ten round tubes, there would be really no difference. I mean. Magfed guns are about the same. Some of the Magfed guns, like the Emacs and stuff, with them, like the the, the EMF one hundred, they they shoot so well. They're going to compete against you know all these other guns. I I, I don't know. Um, Matthew Wayne says without limiting playable people, it's still better to give them an option that is mech based and still works towards Magfed style game. I'd rather play with more people than have and have more fun than play strict Magfed only scenarios. Uh, I play MagFed most of the time, and I play against Electros, and I really don't care. Uh, what they are doing with this scenario actually sounds fun, and I think uh, we'll have a great time with all players involved. So good, good for him for having an open mind. Um, and again, 
I, Blair Singleton says no batteries. Then I have, like Todd said, uh, Garrett Green feed tubes and ten round tubes. But no batteries. No. Well, Bla that, he said. I, what about a die dam? Well, can you run? You need a dam. Uh, that's true. That that takes that away. So there you go. So um, there. Um, Alex <laughs> Drope magfed so much. Alex Drope <laughs> magfed a, a Tipman magfed adapter. Like Tipman makes the magfed adapters for. The 98, and you can put it on the side. It looks like a British Sten gun. Dwayne King said, what's MAGFED? Hey, um, Randall. Sorry, Randall has a great comment before it scrolls away here. He says, MAG's running first strike round shooting guys at three times the distance has more pew-pew than a guy with a hopper. Amen, my friend. Amen. That's true. That, well, that goes back to my next point, but I won't go there because of frangibility. Um... <laughs> John Steinwheel, you could run a normal setup of just carry 10-round tubes and start with 10 rounds in your hopper or change the tubes however many rounds in a mag these days. Yeah. Jeff Saunders, simply put, put it can't. Buy a mag fit going to support the play style. The only possibility is the heavy gunner position. It would be limited to one position per team, and it could have be limited paint. So would that be a box mag or a, a drum and oh, Wolf said, just magazine fed either 20 round mags or assigned heavy gunners with 50 drums or box mags, no pods, all rates of fire. Just because your marker can only shoot semi doesn't mean everyone should. I want all styles of play more, for more challenges. First strike, always welcome. That's Wolf's. If you're, if you're in a real war situation, you've got guys with a... Everything. Pistol, you've got guys with rifles. Or Molotov cocktails. Anything, right? Like, yep. you, you, I get wanting to play MAGFED, I honestly do. And I get the fact that some people don't like box mags. I don't have a problem with box mag in MFOG games. I really don't. Because, again, at some point you're going to come up with a, uh, up against a heavy gunner. Um, Here's a couple guys. Jesse Labry's all, all on a lot of forums in Ontario. No electros, no full auto or burst. Maybe fifty round hoppers. Um, he 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 plays a lot, and he you know he he's on like I said a lot of forum. Neb Neb Nella mag should be mag well mag fed equal with special rules for any box mags or box rotors heavy gunners. FSR plays snipers. Otherwise, call it open mag fed. And I, and I and I and I get that we're not trying to again change magfed rules for any other reason than just if you want to add some people into the mix, how are we going to do that? So I think people that's what, are getting really upset. Yeah, I, I think that's what it gets down to the heart of it, right? Because some communities, uh, some some fields have a larger magfed community uh, that patronize it. Maybe that's just the diet Ver, versus uh, other fields that don't. And so if they want to be able to offer a limited round game. Um, they have to open it up more, right? So I guess that's what we're really getting at. But those hardcore magfed guys, they don't want to. They don't want to budge. Oh, here's yeah. ja Jamie Casey. His cranium almost blew off. Uneffing believable. What ways can magfed only rules change to allow paintball guns and still be fair? What the actual? Sorry, but magfed markers are still paintball guns. Don't like that you can't be included in magfed only games because you don't have a magfed marker. Two options. One, buy a mag-fed marker. Two, go play open class. Quit over dung. Yeah. So there you go. That was that was some angry typers. That was some <laughs> angry typing. But whatever. Everybody, you know, it's nice because everybody has an opinion. Everyone has an idea, and you know, from from these mult many sheets and many pages of 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 paper, you know, could could there could there be some suggestions? We, we ran an event at Flagger just called Battle Royale, and Todd and I lobbied, 
you know, this is probably the first time ever that where manufacturers actually came together to support one cause. Um, we had Tipman, we had First Strike, we had Die, we had Takamo, like Modern Combat Sports, and then we also, who am I, and then we had Planet the, Eclipse. Planet, Planet Eclipse. Eclipse. It's one now, but what did they, they have? were like, Max Tack. Yeah. So we had, we had all those manufacturers lend flag raiders mag fed guns so we could have a mag fed only game one day and the other day was a big game yeah. so we had a over just over 150 loaner markers available for free for, for free yeah. for people they just had to pay for the registration pay for their paint and they could get a mag fed marker to be included in that thing now it's the first time i know it, it's probably ever been done and to get it was an awful lot of legwork to get the manufacturers well, the manufacturers at first scratch their head and go well why would we do that like we'd, we've never done that before but then once they understood the concept they were all on board with it it was easier at that point to get it and now other games are doing it because again like if you're tipman and you've got a gun that's a magfed gun you want to get it out there you've got a demo fleet anyway send them to these games let people get them in their hands and they're going to go buy them so it, it, it was it was a great idea um, Carl Owens writes and he says, stop making mechanical or mag markers shoot as fast as electronic markers. We went uh, a while saying no players are turned off by someone uh, that feels the need to ramp over uh, shooting new players now. We're, okay, so basically he's saying like, oh, even the magfed guns now are shooting as well as all the other all the other guns. So, and I have to admit, one of the, one of the, um, you know the m170r that was the last time I, I i had played with that uh that had the uh the magfed adapter on that gun and that was you can't you can't get much better of a gun than that even an emf 100 that the, the shot that comes out of that gun i mean you can equal a speedball marker other than the fact that you just don't have a hopper on it so i mean i i don't know i don't see a disadvantage between any of these um aaron frock says what about just allowing stock class markers into magfed games that goes back to the 10 round feed tube. But what about if a guy shooting, what about if a person shooting a 50 caliber, a 50 caliber marker and those tubes, I think hold 12 or 15 balls, then what? Yeah. And I was thinking, what about just adding a pump? Cause I played pump against Magfed players before, but pump's not really a disadvantage anyways. And it's a slower rate of fire. I understand that. But again, you're playing against an EMF 100 and the guy can send a rope down the field. Yes, sir. You know, I, could, could you not put a, and there's a company. What's that company that has the plastics in the little plastic company that makes tubes and stuff? They make little, actually, little hoppers that look like scopes that go on top of oh, your feet. Right. Now, Allen, pa Allen Plastics. Is it Allen? Yeah. I think it's okay. Allen yeah. Paintball Products. So, you know, what What about, you know, everyone, those guys just have a 20-round a, a hopper on top. There's got to be some consistency. With 3D printing capabilities, if somebody wants to use a pump gun and a, a mag-fed, I think you need a little bit of exclusivity to introduce people to the concept and once they enjoy the concept then hopefully they'll buy they'll buy a mag fed only marker and embrace embrace that 
embrace that portion of the sport. And don't forget, once someone buys a mag, once somebody makes makes the transition or, or enters a new genre from speedball to to magfed, they're they're buying a whole lot of new gear. It's good for the it's good for the paintball economy, right? Yeah. They they're not only buying a new marker, they're buying mags, then they're buying somewhere to carry these mags other than like a, a crown royal bag tied onto their belt or something Nothing like wrong that. With that. Nothing wrong <laughs> with that. But you know, you have to you know, from a paintball field, you know, perspective, not only do you want people to come out and have fun, but hopefully every now and then you want people to shoot some paint, yeah. pay an entry fee, and maybe buy some gear. So, like, he, you got to keep the economy rolling. So, Bobby Douse agrees. He says uh, a small 20, 20 round gravity fed hopper would be good. Um, Dan and Hardy says mag fed equals less, less money for paint. Absolutely. Um, but that also means less playtime for you guys. So, Think about this for a second. MagFed, we've all played it, but the biggest downside to MagFed is when you get off the field, you don't just fill up your tubes and your hopper and go back out. You're winding mags, you're filling up one by one, or or or, you, or even with a mag winder and stuff, it's still time. So the time between games is longer and you're getting less play time. That's the one discouraging thing about playing MagFed until they kind of get that figured out, I feel. Especially on a big game, you see a crew of guys coming off the field and it takes them 20 minutes to fill their entire team's mags and, and chat and get ready and get organized. And by that point in time, they go out and, you know, it doesn't take long to blow through those, unfortunately. Bob Spicer, who arrived safely out of Cancun, or maybe he's still there because the plane got shot. Um, people, please be open-minded for MagFed. I remember the days of bushball fighting speedball, people fighting semi. Now something new brings people back into the sport and people keep picking it apart. Charge more for MagFed play, sell more pre sell premium paint, sell more smokes, grenades, etc. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. true. Yeah, you can tell the way Bob Tyson ty is typing. Normally he mashes the keys very aggressively, but you can tell he's in vacation mode, Bob. No, I think he's on his way back. <laughs> he's very but he had a week away. He's he, he he's did. just very subtle he and he's maybe still a couple coronas in his system. He had several run ins with the um, Scorpion cartel as well. Uh -huh. Oh. Um Leo says, imagine if a crony line, imagine the crony line if you had to count 20 balls per person or per hopper or per pot. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely think limiting paint's a difficult one. Make a hopper that accommodates only 20 rounds or 25 rounds or 30 rounds and yeah. be done with it. And everyone uses a hopper. They buy it. If they're going to use a stock class gun, they buy a $10 or a $12 20 round or 25 round hopper that goes yeah. on the top of their gun. I I love how passionate magfed players are. It's like they're protecting a you know a, a, a species of animal that's going extinct. They're they're very passionate about it and protective. Stephen Ness says, "How is this a real question? Magfed only games are just that. Magfed only, as in markers are magfed for magazines. Um, magfed only games are for magfed players. They're run that way for a reason. I don't understand how this is even a serious question." Again, this is not, hey, how can we change all MagFed rules? It's how can we accommodate a couple guys to play if we needed to? Like, I remember we were doing, what were we doing, MagFed Mondays or something at the indoor on Gage? And that was in the early days of MagFed. And there was only a handful of guys or people that had MagFed markers. Now when we have a Tuesday night, 
we have 40 or 50 people playing MAGFED, but that yeah. that's that's how the sport MAGFED has evolved. I don't see this as a limited amount of paint versus whatever, like that gun versus this gun. I treat this discussion similar to you've got a birthday party, right? They're all 11 or 12 year old kids and they're playing and they're running around, but the parents need to jump in and play. Either the kid wants their dad to play or they're not feeling safe and the dad wants to be in there, you know, how do you make that fair so the dad's not shooting up people? Normally you'd use his judgment, Jeez. but do you know what I mean? Depends, like, yeah, dad, depends little, on the dad. Yeah, exactly, little John, right? Little Johnny's dad's a piece of work. Yeah. Smokes. I've seen so many dads go full Rambo on these kids. <laughs> yeah, little, little Johnny gets hosed out by little Johnny's dad, right? It's terrible. Yeah, yeah. it's like when you get the hockey kids yeah. that come in and, and the coaches have to play because they have to play and then the yeah the you know and a whole and, season of pent up rage and if i have to hear you know that they're worried about all the kids gonna gang up on them that's not a thing and even if they tried they're all they're not gonna like yeah yeah whatever we should talk about things you hear at a paintball field that just shakes you, you just shake your head out <laughs> and most of it unfortunately is from a field operator or referee standpoint but uh yeah bob spicer choosing nights were a mix and they a mix and they got along well magfed players will play open class just just want magfed events as well yeah. agreed yeah, yeah. Agreed. I agree with that yeah. but you know it's nice on a saturday or sunday you go to your local field and you can have an a magfog game going on one field and you can have you know renters on another field and everybody just happily plays Air, airsoft and playing. nobody's yeah and nobody is hitting each other and, and bugging each other and yeah yeah that's one of my my biggest fondest memories of being at the field is just seeing you know several hundred people out there but seeing the little groups like here's all the birthday kids and all oh, they're go you know the three or four birthday parties are going out and playing together and you know the airsoft guys are all coming in and snapping photos and you know, you know what the airsoft guys are more efficient than the mag fed players yes, i gotta say yeah they are but yeah. that that goes back to what i've been saying for quite a while about mag fed teams almost need a pit crew and they need a communal magazine dump where you have two people stay back, fill mags while the team is out playing, and they come back, they just grab fresh mags and go, much like a pit crew in speedball. Yeah. Um, sorry, Bob Spicer says, sorry for my typing, it's bad on a plane. Without pictures, Bob, it's not happening. I think you're hitchhiking home from Mexico, to be honest with you. It's in a banana truck, an avocado, <laughs> an avocado wagon. He's probably wearing his banana hammock, actually. It's probably what's happening. Ew. Just in time to come back for a you fresh know, manscaped. But his, yeah. but his um, banana hammock actually has a pouch to hold his mag. He's got two pouches. Or two mags. I don't want to think about his stuff. Yeah, I don't ah. want to stop. All right. Okay. Well, here's on. what I'm thinking, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't had an after show in a while. Um, and uh, I think why don't we do that? I think if you guys are watching us on Facebook, we're going to probably say farewell to you. If you're watching us on YouTube, stick around. If you're listening to us on a podcast, stick around. We're going to do an after show right now. Um, if you guys want to watch and you're watching on Facebook, jump on over to our YouTube channel. If you can't find it, go to BehindTheBunker.com. It's posted right there. It's embedded there as well, as well as all of our links to, uh, to download the podcast. So check, check it out if you want. Um, I don't know if we got anywhere on that discussion. I I, no. I, I, I feel like my pulse is raised because people get very angry. But I, again, people are passionate about it. And I have to say, I love how passionate people are about MagFed. You haven't seen that in paintball in a while. You know, you kind of get that with Airsoft, I guess. 
but to a lesser degree. But, uh, yeah, uh, nice to see Tim Miller signing in uh, just as the show is ending. And since Tim's on, well, might as well. Oh, has he? Yeah, he's been here for a while. I've only just saw his comment now. So Uh, that's how important you are to me, Tim. (laughs) To to Gavin, you're obviously more important because he saw you in the chat. Agreed. Yes. So thanks, Gavin, for being on the program. Always great to be here, folks. And I sincerely appreciate everybody's contribution to the show, whether you were angry or whether you were happy. Uh, Hopefully you're leaving uh, equally as uh, pissed off. Um, But don't go anywhere too far. Slide over to the YouTube so we can continue our conversation about stuff maybe non-paintball related. Again, we appreciate your support every week. Make sure you hit like and share on the way out and tag a friend or three because uh, we appreciate it. And speaking of happy, nice to see him in the live chat as well. Joe, thank you for being on the show. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in tonight. Thanks for having me. Thanks for uh, watching. We'll see you next Monday night at 8.04 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for more of the same but different. And, and we may uh, have a special guest next week. We may maybe. have a special guest. I forgot to talk to you about that. All right. All right. Well, thanks, guys. We'll see, see you, you uh, in just a moment. Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show. But I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, maybe he changed his name. Maybe. All right. Yeah, so um, we're back on air, but special guest. Um, I saw your text. I just I forgot to men- get back to you. If he's available, great. In May, I said. Oh, in May. Okay, well then, is next week May? No. No. Next no, week. it's April. Not even, not even April, is it? God. This is episode, what episode is those? 552. 552. Podcast 433 if you're paying attention at home. Yeah. I'm working on it, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I just switched from Facebook to YouTube. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So we lost Josh for tonight. He'll be back next week. Uh, we did have a special guest that we were hoping to have on tonight, uh, but we're going to have him on apparently in May. Or I shouldn't say him because that's that person will be on uh, in May because we don't want to give it away who it is. Okay. Uh, never had him on the show before, but uh, them on the show before. Um, We've had dinner with them several times at Extravaganza. That's true. That's true. So hopefully, hopefully he'll be entertaining and hopefully you guys will enjoy him. So. All right. I'm intrigued. Or yeah. her. There them. you go. Um, Gavin, yep. I finished The King's Man. Okay. And? I wish I wouldn't have. You're right to stop. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, would you agree? I have never seen Dumbo. Okay. Yeah. I watched it. The King's I was entertained. Men movies were great. I, I would go back and rewatch them, but the King's Man origin story, it was it was predictably in it was predictable and bad. Like it was really bad. I, I agree. Did that, you watch that, Bridgerton? <laughs> I watched a couple episodes. My wife showed them to me. They're okay. I don't mind it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, you can't have killing all the time, Gavin. It's you The know. problem is I threatened after watching several episodes that I was going to buy a powdered wig, and she said, okay, that's enough of this. <laughs> <laughs> so no white powdered wig, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, Ricky Gervais's new uh, series is out, or new uh, ap- season up? is out. No, um, The Afterlife. It's uh, season three. That's have you watched been, any yeah, of it? Yeah, it's been out for a while. I thought it was brilliant. There may be a season four, but it looked oh, yeah? like but it looked like it was wrapped up. So, mm. um, I was a huge fan of that series. It was only like um, I don't know how many episodes per. And not a lot. Yeah, it wasn't a lot. Yeah. It was a very quick one, uh, but uh, I, yeah, I really loved it. I thought I'd it was... be surprised if he does four episodes or four things because if you look at The Office, it was only a few seasons. Oh, okay, extras was yep. only a couple of seasons. Um, what else did he do? Oh, something else. But anyways, everything he does is is just kind of 
quick and quick and quick and in and out. Yeah, for, for me, I thought these. Uh, yes, sorry, Matt. Yes, <laughs> the innuendo bell. Or, um, yeah, no, I thought the series was brilliant, and I would recommend it to um, most people. Uh, it does hit you in the feels too. Yeah, um, yeah, I, lo- I loved all the characters. It was really well written. So I have a question for all of you. Yes, I'm. <laughs> well, I don't have Netflix. I'm mooching it. But I'm thinking about being a grown-up and actually getting a streaming service. Which, in your Ooh. opinion, would you suggest? Oh, boy. Prime has got... Ah, I don't want to support Okay, so Prime is Amazon. not great. I, I have a Prime account simply because of the free shipping. Right? It's all included, right? So, yeah. uh, But there's not a whole lot of go-to on Prime. With the exception of Yellowstone, which I was hooked on. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But boys. Yellowstone, you can wait. Like, if I was Matt, I would wait. Till Yellowstone comes out, then I would get the free month subscription and yeah. binge, binge it and watch it. Um, I I would say Netflix right out of the gate because I've watched, I spent more time on Netflix. Yeah. Um, but I'm enjoying the new. Uh, I, I've been on Apple TV watching um, Severance. I find it really fascinating. I'm only two and a half episodes in, but I'm I'm really curious and I want to watch that. I'm watching that until Better Call Saul comes out. But again, Netflix, unfortunately, as much as I hate to say it, I still seems Netflix, to be the best value. Netflix the has, I guess, yeah, you're two, right, yeah. Netflix. Disney's not bad at all. So we, I have uh, I have Netflix and... Disney's not bad. Uh, I have Netflix and uh, and Am- Netflix and Amazon. Paramount's uh, a joke. And then I, I, I piggyback off of, uh, of, of a Disney account. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. What about yeah. Crave? I was looking at no. that. No, that's crap. Crave, <laughs> yeah. Crave should really? be renamed yeah. Letterkenny. That's really the only reason why you would get Crave. I thought they had HBO titles. Ray Don Ray Donovan's got several seasons. And that's on Crave, I believe. That's worth watching if you can find it. You know what? I'm gonna I'll, I'll revert back to Netflix because if you go to the states, you can you can get log into American Netflix, yep. which has got different stuff. Or if you go to if you go to Spain, you can get Spanish Netflix. And there's lots of bullfighting and mariachi dancing and. But things for like 120 that. bucks, you can get a, get a year for a VPN. And probably even cheaper, depending on who you can find that has promo codes. And you can watch U.S. anywhere. So if there's a show you really, really want. In fact, what was the the Asian show um, that was really popular? Oh, with what's her name? No, no, no. The one um, every dies every week. Uh, that's Squid, Squid Game. Game. Squid Game, yes. Squid Game, if you had a different VPN server, you could be watching it prior to everyone else and be that And cool. ruin it for people. Yeah. Um, Phoenix Gasparini says Hulu Premium. Um, and Bob Spisser says severance is like paint drying. I will give you the fact that, yes, it is slow moving, but it's fascinating. It's you can't tell what time period it's filmed in. Like you can you can it's like I'm going to compare it to Lost, even though I thought Lost was terrible. But it was it's its own sort of time period, its own sense of everything. I, I don't know. I, I find it very fascinating. Um then he also goes on to say Crave over HBO in stars and then kind of goes, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, who asked a good question here? Uh, oh, Phoenix did about, what do we think about the... Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Will Smith thing. I know it only happened know. last night. Uh, well, let's talk about it quick because it's on everybody's thing. Um, I, guess I, I think I was the only one that watched it live, but on the same token, you didn't need to watch it live to, to see what's going on. Yeah. Um, when I watched it live, uh, my daughter and I not argued, but kind of said like what we had an argument of what was actually happening. And I'd said like the sound went off specifically. And I told her what I thought Will Smith mouthed. And then um, she didn't believe me. And then she instantly on Twitter saw what was going on. And then, uh, but it was like the rest of the show was if nothing ever happened. Right. But I don't personally, think they knew what to do. No, 
And the thing is, like, Will should have been removed from the theater. As far as I'm concerned, that, I don't that care part if he I wins a movie, you. right? I don't care what somebody says. You can't assault them. I'm not saying who's right or wrong. Maybe Chris's joke was a little off-colored, but on the same token, it's a joke. What about Ricky Gervais's comments at the Golden Globes? Right. They're great. They're funny. And Will Smith also laughed until he found that his wife was offended. Every joke's going to offend somebody. I, I don't know. I, I'm... I, all I'm, I'm not saying Chris is 100% correct, but I'm saying that he should not have been hit. I think Will needs to suffer some sort of consequence from that. So I, I'm going to play the, you know, I'm going to play the Switzerland on this one. Um, I think they're absolutely both in the wrong. Um, from my understanding is um, Jada has been quite open about, well, I guess everything in her life, but uh, <laughs> uh, about her medical struggles as well with uh, with alopecia, right? So this, <laughs> Matt Snicker. Yes, this, this should, you know, like it, so it should have been common knowledge. So I think yeah. if that was, if, if the joke was with malice, then, you know, that that's definitely offside. I thought it was, uh, I, I thought it was a, uh, is a really stupid joke, but I didn't think it was any malice to it. But given the history yeah. of uh, this couple with Chris Rock, I can understand why somebody would be escalated. But yeah. again, as uh, as you said, Todd, I don't think that warrants anybody to throw hands, um, particularly in a format like that. No. I think if he took the high road and was able to have some emotional control, he could have uh, he could have got a, a couple of jabs in with his acceptance speech or in a different format. Yeah. But I don't think going hands on that and dropping his, a show. But his joke wasn't. I don't think it was over the top. She no. was there. Um, with no hair, no anything, no hat, no nothing. Yep. Like, it was there, right? So whether Chris knew what her condition was or not, I think that was open fair game, right? Like, I, I, I'm not saying it was in good taste. I don't know. A joke is a joke is a joke. It might not, I might not agree with it, and it was a, not a great one. At the end of the day, millionaires getting uh, upset about hurt feelings. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Boo-hoo. Yeah. The thing is, they're in the limelight. They're sitting front row center, right? Every camera shot has them in the background or foreground, right? If you don't want to be picked on, you shouldn't be there, right? And thinking, like, And I'm thinking, you know, there are worse things in the world presently happening right now and other parts of the world <laughs> nearing World War Three, and you get some hurt feelings. Yeah. Come on. Jeff Thompson says, Will and Jada better stay away from any roast shows. Absolutely. Um, and but, uh, okay, but, but that's the whole thing. Given their, whatever the red couch, casting couch is, whatever, right? Yeah. And, and all they've, you know, they, they've thrown out in the world in terms of uh, the, the lifestyles they choose. This is not the first joke anybody's made about their family. This is not the first no. joke anybody's made about Jada. Um, there's far worse jokes by... by Somebody by made an comedians. Epstein comment, an Epstein joke. Right. You can't do that at that 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 location without you know like if you can get away with an Epstein joke why can't you do that? Um, I, I would like to know though why what I, I don't know anything about these people and I don't know but was did, did Jada sleep with someone else? Yes. That 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 was a thing. Um, Many like they both have like a, they have like an open relationship. Okay. Right? Okay. Because so. I keep seeing the memes but I don't understand the the meaning behind it. But I'm like uh, this is where you draw the line in terms of how you get angry. Right. Yeah. Anyway. But the fact that he walked up now, granted, the security probably didn't do anything because he like it could have been a bit. Right. For sure. But he walked up there and assaulted him and walked off. At that point, somebody should have went, should we do something about this? Well, they didn't know what to do. What's like, I don't know. I guess they could have. I guess they're security. Uh, but they whether they knew he was going to win and he needed to, he needed. And let's face it. I know the last couple of years have been really challenging for movies and trying to pull together a show because of COVID. But 
the Oscars ain't what it used to be. It isn't this big glamorous event that people, you know, like are really, really interested. Like their ratings continue to go down. Yeah. People just lose interest. So this, yeah. this was the greatest thing that could have happened for that production. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Now people will want to watch to see what will happen. So I'm hoping next week somebody slaps Joe. I'm just waiting to see who it is. <laughs> Our ratings will go up. <laughs> I, I would like to see Jeez. if Ricky Gervais will do the Golden Globes. Is that the one he does? Because I thought he stopped. Well, I, he says that every year. It's his last show. But Okay. But I wonder if, like, first of all, he's going to make a comment about it. I guarantee it if he does it. But I, I wonder if they'll, if the same tonality will be kept on on, on that one. I, I don't know. How uh, about we bring in that guy who wrote that message about Zuby and have him come and slap Zuby? <laughs> Ooh, I uh, like that. Yeah. <laughs> He didn't pipe up in the chat tonight, maybe because Zuby wasn't in. He logged off as soon as Zuby wasn't here. Like, he complains about him. But yeah. as soon as Zuby's not here, he's like, oh, I'm not going to yeah. stick around. Real love, hate. Yeah. I- I'm going to change the subject. But I did watch a couple times that video of Chris and-, and Will. And it does clearly show that the joke was said. Will laughed. And then off camera, apparently, he looked at his wife and saw that she was quite upset. So then at that point, he walked up. But, I mean, that took a lot of nuts to get up off your chair, walk up onto a stage and assault someone in, in front of... In broad, not daylight. In front of millions of people, yeah. right? Yeah. Maybe not as many millions as before, as you say, but, yeah. At the end of the day, I know it was relevant from last evening, and it's been all over every news feed that I've had, but I'm so done with it now, right? Yeah. I'm yeah. done. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, let's move on. Yeah. So, Whatever. Whatever. It is what it is. I wish I had my two hours back that I spent on it, but um, people in my house wanted to watch it, and we were watching the red carpet all the way up. Who cares? <laughs> who, wore, uh, who wore it better? Nobody did. They all, whatever. One but can I, say the same thing about the Super Bowl with the pregame. I, I agree. The, I agree. Play the goddamn. All, it's just whatever you want to yeah. spend your time watching. Yeah. But I will say, and this will be one of my last comments, but some of the dresses this year... There was more. Are you shitting me right okay, now? Forget the cleavage. No, no, no. But hear okay. me out. Forget the cleavage. But like they had dresses where people boobs were hanging all the way out, and they just had like two hands of fabric covering just their fiddly bits, right? <laughs> and like, uh, how's that not a pro- inappropriate? Uh, whatever. I, it's I true. Too well, much, I'm body shaming. Too now. much ankle. <laughs> lots of cankle last night. Go back to your butter churning. <laughs> God. Yeah. Well, whatever. Dies. Whatever. So next week's topic we'll talk about is uh, what did we say it was? It's going to be uh, things. Oh, field upgrades. Yeah, um, field upgrades. What would you like to see at your field? Yeah. Good timing. Good timing for that. Hopefully. So. All right. Well, why don't we end this? Uh, unless you guys have anything else you want to say. I got nothing. I got nothing. I'm good. All right. Where is he now? All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. If you stuck it out this long, feel free to download it as a podcast. You can do so anywhere you get your better podcasts from, and it comes to your phone every week, and you don't you won't miss a thing. And if you're traveling, commuting, working, at school, uh, needing to fall asleep, and ha- want something to listen to, put on the podcast. It's uh, we're far more handsome uh, on the podcast version. I, I I will tell you that right now. So thank you, Gavin, again for being on the show. Great to be here, folks. Thanks for your support uh, each and every week, and we'll catch you next week. Joe, thanks for coming. Thanks, everyone, for having me. We'll see you next week. Remember, it's Garbage Night in Waterloo Region, and we'll see you soon. Pew, pew. Awesome. And thank you to Headshots PB. Make sure you guys check them out online, and uh, we'll see you guys next week.